0: The
3: Welcome to the Co Corner Podcast with me, Carlos Mather.
2: The Birmingham League Show. For your latest dose of all things Birmingham League cricket.
3: Remember the name, the Cold Corner Podcast.
2: And welcome back to the Cal Corner Podcast. I'm James Hill. And we're in a new location recording today. Uh, we're, funnily enough, in the TMS box. Loads of photos surrounding us, adorning the walls of TMS history. And you never know, one day they may have a picture of the day that the Cow Corner podcast came here. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think so. But Andy, welcome back. And we've come a long way from Josh Elliott's front room.
0: Well, I, I've got to say, it's a, a great experience to be here at the home of the Bears, but uh, it's the least intoxicated I've ever been doing a podcast, so it's been rather normal, rather <laughs> rather well-behaved.
2: Only the three beers today. Only
0: uh. three beers, but we did we did pop down and watch the game, which we'll be going on about in a minute, and uh, the hospitality here has been absolutely brilliant. So,
2: And uh, alongside myself and Andy is Usman Awan. How are we? Is he becoming a regular now?
4: Yeah, mate. Happy to be here very cold right now
0: but happy to be here
2: yeah it is there is a thermostat in this room and it is currently showing 12 degrees <laughs> I'm, pr- uh,
0: I'm pretty sure for tough as they don't have it this cold <laughs> in <isn't it? No>. here. <laughs> i'm pretty sure
2: no we had the window open earlier when it was quite warm and uh yeah, it's, it's pretty cold here but yeah uh, we've had a fantastic day at the bears we got here nice and early and, w- and uh, we got some player interviews done got shown around and eventually got some cricket guys
4: it's worth the wait, wasn't it, that game? Fantastic. Off, as good a game
0: as you can pick. Yeah. Really.
4: Good 16 overs yeah. of cricket. Uh, Warwickshire posted 99? 9. Not in, 9. 9. Uh, 8. 98. 98. And then I think Nosty did three mm. of the last ball and lost. So they couldn't have asked for anything more, could you?
0: That was absolutely fantastic. And uh, fair play to the crowd here at uh, Edgebaston. Like, there was a fair few thousand in, but th- they stayed all day. And we were yeah. sat at the top. And we, this morning, we looked out, puddles on the pitch. We thought. There's no chance. Even mm. a, a lot of the staff said no chance of cricket, but somehow, fair play, they got a game on and it was <laughs> some game, really, wasn't it? We well, saw sort of good fast bowling,
4: mm. some big sixes, some good spin bowling, I think, oh, to be God fair.
2: Yeah. The game had it all, didn't, yeah, didn't it? it, really? Every, yeah. each good th- th- company. <laughs> <Just> throw that <laughs> in there as well. Yeah, it, was, it was good, good <laughs> company. Good company and Hurley. Cheers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, f- uh, wicket off the first ball of each innings as well. It's, it Do you think
4: I've seen that before?
2: Oh, I don't
0: think I've ever seen that before
2: either. This yeah. is the point where you'd kind of want Benedict or someone in there <laughs> 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 to come in and go, When was the last time that that happened <laughs> yeah. in a yeah. T20 game? It was, uh, was fine out.
0: It was very good knowledge from you, actually, because we were sat there thinking, Why is Paul Sterling trying to hit it to the moon first ball? But with 2.2 overs in the power play, you could understand why he was going mm. from ball one.
2: Yeah, as you mentioned, some good and good players on display, and a really good performance from the Bears. And uh, who stood out for you guys?
4: Oh, that's a good question. I got. S- I think Chris Benjamin, from like a buying he perspective, has got to be up there. That shot that he played off uh, Patterson. That's oh, the sweep. That we called it. Oh. We do call it paddle sweep six.
0: Oh, it was ninety unreal. miles per hour paddle unreal. sweep
4: six. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then from a bowling point of view, I think Jake Lintop. Oh, what's the best bowler?
2: Fantastic, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, I think both of them, without a doubt. I mean, I was very lucky to play against Chris Benjamin a few weeks back, and uh, he couldn't get off the square, could he? I think Jim, he (laughs) did it me for a lovely four. I think uh, Jimmy Astley, watching, if he was watching tonight, would have been thinking, "Wow, (laughs) glad that didn't happen to me." But he he batted absolutely superb, some absolutely outrageous shots. But Lintoff's bowling was, for me, the highlight. It was unbelievable. Two two overs, um, two for six was just. In them conditions, I mean, who'd be who'd be a bowler sometimes? But if you can bowl like that, you can win any game.
4: Cold, rainy day, wrist spinner to get. I think he got
0: ducky and Hales on the same over, didn't he? massive, absolutely massive. Warwickshire's favour, Bears' favour, so. And he had a drop as well. He had one dropped off him as well. It could have been three. Could have been even better. True, true. Yeah, so
2: we've had a well. We went and watched the game, but beforehand we went to the media centre and also we met some of the players and uh, we uh, listened to your competition entries. And let's start off with our interview with Carlos Brathwaite. So now we welcome a guest who needs no introduction, a World T20 champion, and an all-round top bloke, Carlos Brathwaite. Welcome, Carlos. How are we?
3: Thanks. Um, I paid him to say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So the first question, Barbados to Birmingham. Why the change?
3: Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as it, so it rains rather, outside yeah, is <laughs> definitely like not <laughs> that is definitely not on the list um, but yeah I got an offer from workshop last year um, and the deal was done quite quickly um, my agent knows probably quite well um, and as soon as the deal was on the table full season um, just wanted to get the deal done be in one place for, for a prolonged period of time um, and just get to work and then on coming here was just blown away by how good the atmosphere was. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a bit cliche to say, but it really feels like a family. From Kaz, um, the chef, to Cookie, who's just been awarded the OBE. Like, everyone feels as though you're coming to work. You're saying, how you want to know how everyone's day is. Um, And it's just really easy for me and the family to get settled and, you know, feel as though this is where we want to be. Um, So I was hoping and praying that I was signed back again this year and then was awarded the privilege of captain as well, so yeah it's been it's been a good year and four five games so far <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so we'll well we'll talk about the start actually so no doubt you've inspired many cricketers young and old but uh, for you who was your inspiration how did you start your cricketing journey
3: um well first it would be my dad probably um So I would have him chucking balls at me since I was three years old and he argues that I could drive the ball better at three (laughs) than I can now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's been my first coach, probably my biggest critic and someone that I lean a lot on. I teach him as much as he teaches me. He's very old school, so always keeps me grounded. Um, Internationally, um, I I love Carahoopa and I respected Brian Lara a lot, um, but my idols they say, growing up, probably Raul Javid, um, used to be a scrawny little kid, um, couldn't hit the ball far, under 15, he it all 50 overs and made 98, not out, <laughs> um, so he was referred to as the wall in age group mm. cricket, and Raul Javid was my idol. And then I guess a little closer to home, and as I got older and I got bigger, I started hitting the ball a little harder, um, really enjoyed watching Kevin Peterson play, the way he took on bowlers, and it was almost a fight within a fight, whether it was spin or pace, so those would be two idols, I guess, growing up.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, um, in cricket all around the world, you know, you go to the likes of India, you see kids playing in the street. Where, where did you start? Because obviously, I think you, you, obviously, from Barbados. So, was it was it a cricket club you started at? or is it beach cricket? Did your dad take you down the beach and chuck a um, ball at you, or?
3: I'll say home to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to live by a very busy road, so you couldn't go outside that much. So, trolley ball on the wall yeah. that was inspired by dad. And then as I got older, and I could cross the road on my own safely, mm. then there was a couple streets in and around where I lived, you used to play cricket, houses on each side, if you hit the house full, you're out, that type of thing. <laughs> that's um, proper, proper cricket, that's what we cricket. all, done,
0: hey. all um, there. Tough cricket there. Yeah. Whoever's not out
3: the night before bats first, the next evening <laughs> after school, um, and I remember getting some blows from my mum because I had some homework to do, she wanted me to have a shower, I didn't want to miss batting first, so I <laughs> turned the shower on. Closed the um, shower curtain and ran outside. Left the water running, so I the back first, <laughs> <laughs> and then came back home. The water was then put on to run again. I was pushed in the bath and I got some licks, <laughs> but it was worth it. it that's that's, that's, that's that. fine.
2: <laughs> um, so you've talked about uh, cricketing heroes and the kind of people when you're growing up. Who is your current cricket inspiration? Someone who's playing now? Who do you look to? And
3: um, I'd say Dwayne Bravo and Andre Russell. Um, Russell, because we're close as friends, um, and I think he is the holy grail of what I want to be as an all-rounder. Someone who bowls rapid, um, hits the ball miles, coming in the game with back ball in the field. Um, He's a match winner, and a top person off the field as well. Very inspirational. Um, I'd say the same for Bravo. Um, The skill, the longevity in which he's had. Um, those oh are two yeah. guys can't look further than home um, as it all. on um, the dozy two guys so <laughs> <look up to laughs> um,
2: so yeah you made your West Indies debut in 2011 but one of the moments that obviously stands out in your international career has got to be your f- the four consecutive sixes uh, to win West Indies the T20 World Cup in 2016, breaking our hearts against it. Against the, I was in the car like, God, I was like, "Surely you can't do it!" Oh, he's gone. We're all smiles now. We've forgotten about it now. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but my question is: What is it like to be associated with like such an iconic moment in cricketing history and such an un- unforgettable piece of commentary?
3: Um, good question. Because I think this question, the answer to this question, has changed, I guess, in the last two or three years. So directly after 2016. Um, obviously there was a lot of hype and it was almost like a overnight switched into people not knowing who you were to being called out in India as it was um, if you're in the restaurant, if you go on shopping so it was I wasn't ready for it. Um, and I don't think I ever really had a chance to enjoy the moment and then restart it was mm. into a cricket game four days later um, and then things didn't go as i wanted it to at the end um well after that sorry so i got dropped from the test team averaging 45 which i thought was one of the reasons mm. why i was able to do what i did in the t20 final um and then it felt as though we're just going downhill so remember the name was almost synonymous with a bad period um and then just had a bit of reflection a couple years ago i was like you know some people search for that one thing that people remember them for mm. their one highlight and you've had yours um, whether you've gotten it when you wanted it or not is not up to you by God's grace Um, and you've had yours so embrace it and enjoy it so now um, I'm actually able to talk about it um, with it not feeling like a burden and actually accepting it as a privilege Um, and for the people that come up to me and tell me I'd never forget it and some people that like I met Sir Alex Ferguson and no. around his <laughs> nights on his round table yeah. some guys there were talking about it as well and those were guys that would have lived through 1999 in mm-hmm. the Manchester mm-hmm. treble and for them to be lauding l- my performance alongside that sort of feat um, is a privilege so now the answer mm-hmm. would be I accept it, I embrace it, I enjoy <laughs> it <laughs> um, if it in 2017 um, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear it that's anything. so
4: interesting isn't it because you we always we think about that moment we think how what it must have been like for you but that kind of getting the background story now thinking the mind frame that you were in and that kind of what you went through that's that's interesting i never would have thought that you had the kind of mindset of that thinking of i've just been from the test team and do you know what i mean like, it just adds a bit of context and background to what we think like you must have been on a hype you must have been such a good you know positive vibe but to understand that actually you know what Coming into that game, it wasn't that. Can we be dropped and stuff? And that you had extra kind of motivation to go. No, well,
3: coming into Mm. game, I was still playing Test cricket. But after the game, um, we had a little bit of a break. We played a Test series. Um, We got a fifty odd not out versus India, Um, and so my last thing in red ball cricket was to raise my back against India in Test cricket, and then Mm. it was dropped. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of that tour, I was given captaincy, um, and then just one thing after the other. Seem to go negatively and I guess there's a bit of perception there's a bit of I guess what you see eventually continues to happen Yeah, and I was always seeing it in a negative light you've been dropped mm. you've been handed captaincy then the coach was changed um, you don't have your quote unquote strongest 11 for every game for different reasons um, and yeah it just felt like a negative snowballing effect mm. and it's only when I actually had the time to pause reflect and you know appreciate the moment which was about two or three years too late. Mm. Um, then it could say, you know, what, just enjoy it, just mm. embrace it. No one can take it away from you. Type of thing. That so be be happy.
2: Yeah, that I- there's like that iconic moment of once you've hit that the winning runs of you just like arms in the air kind <laughs> of thing. Is that <laughs> <coughs> it obviously puts that a bit into context? How did, how did that moment feel? I mean, is it hard? Is it easy? Is it easy to put into
0: words? Um.
2: You, the, you're talking to three people never get anywhere. <laughs> I, I, was gonna ask I barely win a game, let alone a World <laughs> Cup.
0: <laughs> I, I was going to ask as well: Is there a Carlos <laughs> Arms in the Air in Barbados statue or not? I you know? No. You all been
3: What was that moment like? Um, you know, it was funny because that whole over, I think I went through like two or three different sets of emotions. The mm. first emotion was just focus. Um, you look up and see 19 runs, 6 balls and you think, mm, we mm. probably ain't getting this so you concentrate on the ball where you can control and then 1, 6, 2, 6 3 sixes later Mate, you went. made that sound so simple. <laughs> 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 it wasn't, it wasn't that simple. Two, six, I, was, three, six, wasn't six, six, I just I just but.
0: bought a bottle of champagne from behind the bar. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking England had got this in the bag. Big Carlos ruins my day. then <laughs> it's
3: only after the third six that I like started to like switch off. Because mm. it was a little bit of a break. Um, you're going to need one run from three balls. If you mess this up, <laughs> <laughs> <You> don't deserve <laughs> to enjoy it. <laughs> and then the rest of these women had stayed behind. My girlfriend had stayed behind. So it was time to give it the big mm. ones. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the I just enjoy it. You got yeah. ninety thousand people yes. chanting your name. Um so yeah. And then the emotion obviously of relief with the hands in the ear, your World Cup mm. champions is a box I always wanted to mm. take. So yeah, it was a, it is a roller coaster emotions yeah. for all the right reasons,
2: right? So, we are the Birmingham League show, after all. So, it would be <laughs> rude not to ask you some questions about your time in the Birmingham League.
3: This way, this you're more interesting S- than the <laughs> 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 So,
2: let's start and let's talk about your time at Nolan Dorage. And the big question everyone wants to know. How the hell did you lose your car in <laughs> the first game <laughs> against <Yeah>. the <Storm>
3: <laughs> So we need to ask Jit Lindtok. <laughs> um, he may have my rim somewhere sitting, sitting on a load of cash. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, um, Lintot was actually the person that suggested um, so nolan Dorwich couldn't get there overseas because of visa issues. I was coming back from injury. was trying to put in the yards at Warwickshire. Um, and he was like, would you fancy playing club cricket? And I was like, yeah, why not? Um, miles in the legs etc so we got the deal done it got passed through the league um, It was a lot of fanfare as well mm. um, and then that first game Worcestershire didn't have a county championship game either the weather was supposed to be lovely Like it was just immaculate it was supposed to be the best day of cricket in club <laughs> cricket for <laughs> the year for Carlos Brathwaite to just enjoy it and make his debut so Lintat said come by mine he lives three minutes walk from Nolan Dorwich. Leave the car there. You don't want to be parking in the small car park with a big vehicle or potentially getting it hit. It made sense. Got by top, parked the car, walked to the ground. Bull crap. I um, <laughs> love the honesty. Bull absolute dross. Um, then got one ball. This time, as I walk out to bat, I can see Roboty coach, um I can see about four or five E Champo lads, some got the dog, <laughs> some got families, the perfect atmosphere. Um, first ball, short ball, almost bounced twice. And <laughs> I pulled it I pulled it to the biggest side of the boundary, broke misjudges it, um, and then steps back and leaps backward and takes a two handed catch and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> that is cricket for <laughs> <us. laughs> you yeah, <laughs> from, yeah. from hitting stokes for <laughs> four consecutive sixes <laughs> yeah they can't get any worse um and then we lost and i was like jeez mm. and then, was like cool time to get the family back home so we're walking back to Lintops to get the car and i literally told the missus when you look left you'll see the vehicle that's how you know the driveway that's in we have never mm. seen this vehicle so obviously i know the house i get to the house i was like can mm. this be a prank so I took my phone out there's a, a, a Range Rover app you can check to see the location the car yeah. etc mm-hmm. and then as soon as I signed into the app I saw your car has indicated it may have been stolen Oh and no. I was like okay, so it could get worse <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a, it was an eventful yeah. day um, and then yeah come back into work um, and saw on the physios whiteboard mm-hmm. my name amended Kiar, space, lost. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: that genius.
3: Clever. That is absolutely genius.
0: Um, how has it been joining Norland Doris this season? Because obviously we, we hear on the grapevine all these stories about players coming into clubs and someone like yourself coming in and youngsters after the game I hear you stay behind and you really you know build them with confidence and give them a few uh, tips and, and that's fantastic but how have you found it?
3: Um, I found it good. Um, so we had a, like a friendly game before that game at mosley um, and one of the BBC Birmingham um, journalists. I know, I was, was playing, playing that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you face <laughs> up for <laughs> me, yeah. um, he, The guys were warming up. He was like, I just want to worry for two minutes. I was like, cool. It needs to be quick because i warming up. Oh, we got the warm up. And he proceeded to have um, a lengthy chat, about 10 15 minutes. i arranged that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep this guy busy, right? Don't yeah, let yeah, him yeah, loosen yeah, up. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so up. And as I was running into the huddle, like, they all clapped, yeah. and I was like, That's just the banter you need to Brilliant. begin. Like, you never want to step into a dressing room and feel that you're high and mighty, yeah. Um, and the perception is that you're better than anyone because, really, and truly, we aren't. It's just different privileges, different times mm. that allow us to get the, the success that we've had. Um, so that was a real good, light hearted moment, and ever since then, it's, it's been similar. Like, mm. we have a go at each other, mm. we have a laugh, we enjoy each other's company. Um, there's banned on the WhatsApp group. Um, it's just proper fun, and obviously, um, I guess for myself personally, I really wanted to repair the club. So then to be able to get a hundred in the game before I departed was good because I was there wondering if i would be the worst overseas. 0 know, the zero, ten, twelve, etc. So, so just getting, getting some video video quick. I yeah. was about to
4: say you were playing us the week after, and I was like, please, Carlos, don't be. Playing <laughs> 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 and I was like, as, as a kid, ke- I kept seeing those low scores. I was thinking, he's gonna score a big one against someone. And I think it's going to be us. <laughs> <laughs> so when he scored 100, I was like, oh, okay, we should be okay. He's yeah. not like, we playing. We're definitely going to be all right then. But one yeah. thing I do remember about that game, and I think it's it's important to kind of mention, I was talking to the guys before, is you know we obviously knew that you were playing that game and there was a bit of a hype on social media that you were playing and all the stuff. And there was like that kind of question of what's it going to be like on the day. And I remember I got there pretty early and you were the first Northern Dorridge player that was there. We met at the car yeah. park and we... Actually you even helped me put the kit in, in the press. Inter- 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 like, that was quite that's you quite know, amazing to see the fact that you uh, your approach to the game was still it's a game of cricket of the day, you enjoyed it, you're fully involved with the lads. Um I remember some guys were there for autographs and you you, you met them, you signed autographs, took some selfies. Um, but even in the game you're fully involved and mm. you know, you can see that kind of stigma of sometimes being such a World Cup winner and, and all the kind of things that you have that you distance yourself but what was amazing to see, and I think we spoke about it as a team as well, is that's nice that you fact that you, you've come into a club side and you've thrown yourself into it. And I think well, what happened is a lot of people will wish you well because of that, because how you're humble and how you carry yourself. Mm. And that
2: will go along with for you as well. So just getting some Not quick, quick questions off before. <laughs> 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 just getting some quick questions in before we lose you, obviously. Uh, big game today. Um, who have there been who have been the toughest opponents you faced this season overall with the bat, with the ball, and have there been any standout players you played with or against?
3: Most in incredible. the Birmingham League. Yes. Um, so, like, Coral. Um... He's one of those players that you probably hate to play against but want on your team. Mm. Um, and there were a few choice words about <laughs> the <balcony. laughs> um But when you hear his story, mm. you understand why he fights as hard as he fights. Mm. Um, so from thinking, what is this guy doing? Mm. To actually now appreciating his journey so far. And I think he's one of the players that I hope somewhere along the line gets a contract for maybe Royal London, mm. T20, mm. even if it's only for a year, he's one of those guys that if he gets an opportunity, and I see him much like a Jake Lintock, um who has fought so hard to get up the ranks, you know that when they do get a contract that they'll appreciate it, um, and they won't take it for granted, so I think he'll be my stand-up player mm. um,
2: from the league. And the team, just a quick t- one team, <coughs> <at> the top. <laughs> 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 I can say a Morsley, Morsley,
3: <laughs> Morsley there we the go <laughs> and um, obviously <laughs>
2: with uh, just a quick one obviously you finished with a one twenty against ombersley in your final game which has got you nicely prepared for the blast, a good start with the Bears so far, three wins and not so well with the last two games hopefully looking to get yourselves through who have been your standout players and how do you think you'll get on for the rest of the season um,
3: I think it's been a full team performance if we're going to be honest, um, we had Sterling and Hayne against Northants, along with the spin twins. Then they had Benjamin against Durham. Um, I don't think there's been one person that you can pinpoint that if you get him out that we crumble. We scored 200 on three 203 occasions, although in one of those times we're losing. Um, thing I think bowling-wise, the spin Twins stand out: Danny Briggs and Jake Linton mm. But Craig Miles in the field with the ball in hand has been sensational as well. Henry Bucks and his execution has been awesome. So it's maybe bit difficult for me to pinpoint just one person. I think we've been doing very well as a team. Mm. Um, and hopefully that continues. I'd love someone to put their, hand, their hands up and go on and be leading, run score, leading wicket
2: taker, take-up, but yeah. I love a team effort as well. Fantastic. Fin- finishing off with some listener questions, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. uh, the, just nice and quick. So um, we had uh, the Nolan Dodge admin has asked, uh, have you learned the words to TMH yet?
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: (laughs) Oh, I had to have more. I was the leading team, I was like, and no one helped me, so yes. (laughs)
2: Um, James Gale says, uh, which ground in the world is on your bucket list, and then in brackets, and why is it Shrewsbury Cricket Club?
3: (laughs) (laughs) On the bucket list. Um Newacker probably never mm. played at New Waka. heard oh. a lot of good things.
2: <laughs> we got another one from many people in the Shropshire cricketing worlds. So this is Andy Harrison <laughs> and uh, basically he's a low well he's a tail end opening bowler and he once scored a Birmingham League ton. So many people in Shropshire want to ask where did you first hear about Andy Harrison's Birmingham League ton?
3: <laughs> oh, Eons ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is so well reported. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is the best
2: answer <laughs> <laughs> it's gone around the pubs of Shropshire quite a while so it's good to see that it's gone international as well um we had one player I forgot your name very sorry you had edited on Instagram but it, it went before I could read who your name was but he said any tips for power hitting at the end of an innings
3: um clear mine um, a solid base. Um, and then everything else technical depends on if you're a power player or if you use your wrist but I think those are two keys, solid base and a clear mind
2: mm. we had another uh, question, who would make your dream six-a-side cricket team Ooh.
3: I'd love to say a Dravid mm. but I don't know if you play six-a-side <laughs> <a test> cricket <laughs> um, Russell for sure um, Bravo for sure um, Chris Gill Gail and say white like to open. Oh, mm. we love that. Yeah. Um Frighten. I need a, need a cultured technician at number three. Mm. Who should we go with? Um, Andy Harrison. Andy Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I wouldn't mind playing that team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happily getting duck every week. Just Chris
0: Gale Carlos back out
3: the park. Um, we'll go with KP at three. Mm. Russell four. Rashi Khan at five. Mm. Mm. And.
2: Bravo and be happy, but he bats last at number six. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: um, we've got one from Tom Wild who says, Do you remember Ben Hallam?
3: Yeah, that's my mate.
2: <laughs> 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 and the final one from Martin Hill he says, Do you think it's right that West Indian cricketers who come to England on cricket scholarships are attempted to be poached by England?
3: Controversial. Um, I think the, the Structure in England is better than it is in the US Indies and I think if your talent allows you to have some stability whether financially um, or job wise and give a future for your family then I think it would be remiss of me to tell someone not to go just for um, nationalistic reasons. Um, it is a shame to see um, good players lost to England but at the same time you have to understand from that person's perspective as well. Mm.
2: My final question Um, you've done some punditry, thrown yourself into NFTs, and you still play cricket around the globe. What are the next few years have in store for Carlos Brathwaite? No what? idea, <laughs>
3: no, literally, <laughs> no idea. Is, um, is there
0: ambition to play t- uh, any international cricket any, anymore? Um, do you think you still got a bit more? Yeah, in I'd the love tank? to.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, if selected, um, I don't think I'll say no. Um, but is it something that I am actively looking forward to eventually happen again? Probably not. Um, I think to make peace with it I had to close the door myself. Um, but that being said, if I do well and get a call, more than welcome, more than interested to paund Maroon again. That'll be that'll be sweet, won't it? Statue
0: up. <laughs> <out. That statue
4: laughs> and my question's football related. You're a big Manchester United fan. Yes. You've had some tough times. A lot of times. Where do you think you'll finish next year? Eighth, ninth,
3: what do you think Oi, you'll finish? Wait, <laughs> calm down. Um, <laughs> As, as long as we don't get relegated. <laughs> uh, nah, <just> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd love to see us really prioritise the Carabao Cup. I know it's not the biggest trophy, but we need to get back to winning ways. Um, and I'd like a nice cup running Europa and potentially finishing top four. Be ideal you've always been me. an ambitious guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: with that as you like it.
2: Well, thank you very much, thank Carlos. It's me. been an absolute pleasure to have you yeah, and you've really been a top man.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate.
2: So, what a guy, Carlos Bathway. Yeah,
0: I I tell you what, he, I thought he spoke really well um, when he was um, when he was doing uh, some punditry with the uh, the Test series, England versus the West Indies. But honestly, the blokes so chill, so relaxed. And to be honest with us, uh, for for us to go go from Joss's living room, getting <laughs> drunk and doing a podcast, to coming to Edgebaston cricket uh, cricket ground uh, with a uh, world cup winner he made us feel so relaxed and it was great wasn't it?
4: it was quite humble when he walked in and i think the first thing i don't know if you noticed this the first thing when he sat down he asked you about your top and white cricket club and just to kind of just to relax everyone into the conversation i think small things like that mm. go a long way but very humble guy you know very spoke very well like i said um obviously had some great stories um but yeah pretty chilled pretty chilled guys you'd expect
2: and uh, heard about your Birmingham League time, Andy.
0: Yeah, well, I think everyone has, and he really. really? <laughs> trucked um, it out there enough, haven't we? Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he enjoyed that. I think he, he did. He, he, I took his number earlier, said I'm going to give him a ball-by-ball. Ball.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah, for it, didn't he? So yeah. please, taught please me through it. <laughs> me through it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So any other parts that stood out from his interview for you guys?
4: The, the interesting bit for me was actually very interesting. And I thought about it afterwards was when he talked about um, the World Cup final. And he said, following that, there was just a period of, I don't want to say failure, but some down, like a negative moment in his career. Mm-hmm. And he said that that's where he associated, remember the name commentary in that period in his life, quite like, you know, negatively in that sense. And he spoke freely about that. And I thought, I couldn't have ever imagined that. Um, mm. But then he then started talking about, after two years ago, his money really then started to really appreciate what happened and stuff. Mm. So that was quite interesting.
2: But fantastic to have had someone like Carlos playing club cricket and playing more than the one token game, which you generally find with most international calibre players.
0: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, for for Birmingham League cricket, uh, as as we've said, it brings fans from... All over the county, coming to try and watch him just to see him have a go, fail, or or smash a ton. You know, they just want to see him play, don't they? And uh, he sounded very humble, he sounded like he does a great, great bit of work behind the scenes. Also, we spoke to people around Edgebaston today, heard great stories of him. They reckon he's an absolute, absolute belter, really good for kids and development of players at the club. I mean, I I really enjoyed listening to about his childhood uh, and growing Mm -hmm. up. That's one thing I really wanted to know because some of these, some people come from rougher backgrounds and you know sometimes they don't have the luxury of playing cricket on a cricket pitch they have to play in the streets and it just sounded great hearing about his childhood going out and sneaking out the house i really enjoyed that
4: No, absolutely and especially going back to the league cricket point having played one uh, cup game against him absolutely he was like i said the first one there very humble spoke to everyone very nicely you know got involved in the game with his teammates didn't just walk around the pitch got involved um what I've heard from like some of the K boys is that he stays around after the game. You know, from a cricket point of view, gets some good advice, and then also uh, from a social point of view, gets fully involved. I'm sure he's got a lot of stories to share as well. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure he's got, <laughs> I got I a lot bet, of stories to share.
0: He loved it tonight, didn't he? Massive yeah. fist pump at the yeah, end, yeah, big yeah. jump and absolutely. celebration. He had a great over actually, didn't he? Mm. Big over in the game as important well. though, yeah. Very important over. Yeah. It was big fantastic. wicket that Dan Christian wicket. Oh, huge, absolutely huge.
2: Yeah, a a fantastic day, obviously, if you are interested in coming down to the Bears, definitely do it. There's some good players on show, and also there's a lot going on around the outside, and the food and drink that they're putting on as well is, well, good, as you testify, Andy. (laughs) Absolutely, second to
0: none. My fish and chips today was absolutely amazing. As I say, hospitality was just superb today, and the the beer was, yeah, fantastic. I like a beer, (laughs) as you can tell soft drinks were nice as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so as well as speaking to Carlos we also spoke to a future England star in the making Rob Yates and we will be having his interview that we had with him really interested actually get, getting to know more about his mentality the way he goes about things and also his upbringing and the bullying that he went through at Moseley
4: <laughs> 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 we'll release the rap video <laughs> alongside.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yeah we will will be bringing that out with the next Birmingham league show podcast really interesting and i uh, that's definitely one to look out for uh, but now what we're going to go on to is our next section and your funniest stories and we've got our top 2 where we will announce our winner here we go so before we go on to our listener entries for their funniest cricketing story i want to ask guys have you got any funny cricketing stories that you would mind sharing or that you can share live on the podcast? I
0: see as he's shaking his head right now. He doesn't want to share that with us, but uh, we have heard it. It's very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no chance. My, uh, <laughs> what one funny one that stands out to me, it's a little bit rude, but it's it's not too rude for this podcast, uh, was uh, I was playing an evenly game with uh, Jack Edwards of Schiffnall Cricket Club. And uh, we were playing a midweek game. He's gone for, a, I think it was a bit of a, a hook shot, or like you know, I don't know if it was a hook shot or a big, big moo move to cow. But he's uh, he's missed it. He's hit him in the box, and the box has cracked and has, oh, what would you say, clamped maybe? And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> his uh, his private parts may have got um, <laughs> caught in the in the plastic, um, not to be recycled. Oh. Oh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't pretty. You had to waddle off rather quickly to our delight it was uh, it was hilarious at the time but um yeah not something you'd like to happen to you on a cricket pitch so try not to get hit there
4: there's one actually there is one funny story i could share with you okay. uh, it is we played do you remember a guy called i think you should what should I remember somebody called richard oliver i think did he play at Shifnal?
0: richie oliver yeah he used to play uh Schiffnell and yeah he would just play for worcester yeah
4: so we played a game against Schiffner at home on a similar day like day today, grey, rainy, is horrible day. And they were batting first and Freddie Abura for us was bowling really well. Balls big in swingers to right-handers, away swingers to left-handers. Richard Oliver being a left-hander obviously had him in all sorts, Freddie did. We He had him dropped on zero at gully um, and then on one, a third slip. And on three, he nicked off again, going straight to sec first slip. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to dive and try to catch this from second slip. Dropped it. We went off. We came off. So he's basically been dropped three times in five, six balls. We came off for rain. We sat, I went over to Fred. We sat in the dressing rooms. went over to Fred. I said, sorry, mate. It looks like you're going to get this guy out anytime, though. I'm really sorry. We went back out. Richard Oliver got 222 that day. Oh, wow. <laughs> he absolutely smoked it <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of two <laughs> and a half hours. He's just class. standing there shaking his head.
2: <laughs> oh, I've had some... There's been some classics involving myself and also my cricket club. I think the one that kind of stands out for me is Alberbury were playing a game of cricket on a Saturday and there was also a big ball on that uh, half of the team were attending. Now, Alberbury needed... I think it was 20 off the... F- with two overs to go and we were only two wickets down, so our number seven decides that he's not gonna be needed, so starts getting dressed for the ball. Oh no. In true Auberbury fashion, there is a collapse <laughs> which then results in to player number batsman number seven, Owen Roberts, going out in full ball attire, bow oh tie moti- shirt, lovely. trousers with pads on. Oh I remember, and I gloves remember gloves being and there. I was there.
0: I <laughs> turned up and I went, What is going on here? Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely and I brilliant.
2: will definitely <laughs> reshare that photo and video. In- incredible, do. like full s- full ball attire. Uh, oh amazing. Yeah. He went on and won the game as well he (laughs) smashed it out and there were also quite a few including myself which I probably shouldn't share but one of the funniest ones is that I picked up Joss and um, from the Shropshire League podcast if you haven't listened to that one give it a listen and um, I picked him up and we were going to Frankton Cricket Club and we didn't have too much time we were running quite late because I'd finished work later than planned and I would on my touch screen on my car I just clicked the voice button which then tells ask you where do you want to go and I went frankton cricket club and it went doo-ding, bringed up, brought up frankton cricket club it said uh, something that looked like it and I clicked yep Dun, clicked it in lo and behold it takes us to a random field in the middle of Cheshire oh my <laughs> my <laughs> after about 40 minutes of driving Josh is there going like Pretty sure we're going in the <laughs> wrong direction. Oh, anyway. wow. <laughs> and they go, well, the sat-nav, and it looked all right, yeah. and it looked good. <laughs> anyway, we I was captain that day, and I ended up turning half an hour late, but l- <laughs> luckily, luckily we were batting first, and me and Josh came in in the middle order, so it wasn't Fantastic. too bad, yeah. But the first time I've ever ended up in a random field, not
0: even a cricket club. Yeah. Literally <laughs> not even a cricket <laughs> yeah. club, but uh I was just going to say, if the story about Jack's a little bit, you know, rude, uh, me and Joey Yap had a, a good experience, my first ever game for Central in the Birmingham League, turning up thinking, God, it's going to be delightful playing at some of these grounds in the Birmingham League in, in the Division 3 we got promoted to, and uh, we rocked up, Satnav took us to this place, turned up at the gate thinking, wow, this is going to be amazing, Worcester Nomads we were playing, well, it was just a field, <laughs> I thought, what's going on, here? Joe got it completely wrong, we <laughs> took <It's> ages <laughs> to find it, we could not find that ground, we were thinking... Where are we? can't be here. This is just a field, just been ploughed. <laughs> can't play cricket on that.
2: <laughs> right, let's get ourselves on to the listener ones. And Andy, yeah, you, so we've we've I mean, you can read this We've right. had a we've read
0: I'm not the I'm not the best and fucking thickest shit. We've
2: had quite a lot of entries and we've narrowed it down to two. And uh, Usman, you are going to read out the first one.
4: Okay, this is from Jake. And he says, I saw this as the perfect opportunity to tell you guys about my funniest cricket story. I would love to win these tickets and take my family. So about three years ago, I went to watch a Bears game in the Blast series. My dad took me, my brother and my sister. This was our first cricket match altogether. My dad went and got a beer around the fifth over. He came back with two bottles of Coke, one in each pocket and two pints of beer in a tray holder. The next ball went for a six, it was flying into the crowd near us and I looked over just as my dad was walking down the steps towards us. He decided to dive on a spare chair to catch the ball, caught it at first but then the funniest thing was he eventually dropped the ball, spilled the beer all over him. He then sat down and sat in his own beer for the rest of the game. Absolutely hilarious. Love telling people about the story, and I hope you found it as much as I did (laughs) as a kid. It's it's a classic. You (laughs) see it all all the time, don't you? In the crowd,
0: giving it everything. But to be honest with you, dropping it. You've got to catch it if you're gonna dedicate beer. You see how much I love beer today, Hurley. Like if you're gonna dedicate beer, (laughs) if if you're gonna dedicate beer for a catch, you've got to catch it. That's you know it's it's a great story and. uh, it's it's not quite so funny for me because his beer gone wasted. <laughs> I, I love the fact that he just he said he's had to sit there in his own beer all, all over day. All it's, all over it's, over it's, it's gone all over him that, right. and it stinks, doesn't it, when you yeah. get it all over you? Oh, make sure it goes in your mouth next time.
2: <laughs> okay, and for the second and the final of our funniest cricketing stories, this has been sent in by Jason. Jason says, "We were playing one of the Welsh teams. I can't name them." I think we're about to find out in a minute why he can't name them. (laughs) 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 A lovely summer's day. We turn up, won the toss and batted. All started well there. Brother A and Brother B were opening and I was in at number three. Brother B says, I'm going to have to go for a number two before I bat. He comes back and says there's no toilet roll and you will have to hold it. Anyway, Brother B goes out, and I'm in. Not long after, I'm out, and I return to the changing rooms. I can hear the showers going, and I think, that's a bit strange. Seeming as we've batted first, I open the shower door to discover Brother B pushing his own poo down the drain oh in the no. showers oh, no. with his toe. No! Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> 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 he still denies it till this day, but he definitely did it, and I definitely saw it. It was easily twelve years ago, and we all still laugh and mock him over it
0: till today. <laughs> that is man. absolutely. Oh. I mean, what'd you do when you walk in and
4: see that? What would you like? <laughs> what'd you do? Like, Why would you shove it down with your toe? Uh, <laughs> oh man!
0: I could just imagine him. The thing is, he's. he's got away with it slightly because you're gonna get caught squatting and uh, <laughs> no. and having it well <laughs> oh, <that's hilarious. laughs> it's it's an outrageous story that is that is, it is and it is funny I it gotta is laugh. up there it is up there, it it? Is up there I, think, yeah. I
4: think what we should do is put a condition on it <laughs> right if this one wins brother b has to has to accept that he did do
0: it yeah on this podcast publicly live. You know <laughs> live you know what maybe live yeah for the tickets yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you
2: do it? Did, Did you, you do, do it? it? <laughs> <And> if so, <laughs> we'll, we'll get disgusting. Jeremy Kyle in. We'll get the lie
0: detector. Yep. <laughs> Did you poke that poo? Yeah. <laughs> With your toe. <laughs>
2: Funnily enough, I've heard a similar story told by Sam Whitney. He told me one that was very similar. But, um, yeah, anyway, so uh, which are we going for? Are we going for the dad soaked in beer? Or are we going poo down the drain?
4: See, I think I think we've heard... Beer spillage, we've seen a few times, right? And yeah, and we I have. You've got to catch it. You yeah, catch it.
0: Yeah, it's it's one. I, I mean, the funny part about it is he dropped it, so yeah. it's a waste of beer, and he dropped it. He could look like yeah. a hero on telly, yes. like Don but when he went to watch the cricket and caught one. You know, he, he would look like a hero. Um, I just I've never heard of anyone poking, you know, their their poo down. Yeah. A drain, like it's 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 an impressive story. I, I've never heard <laughs> anything <never even> like <laughs> for, it.
4: For me, there's two things on on this story. Right, is Brother B needs to confirm he did it. Yep. Her, yeah. And also, I also have an inkling that Brother B got out early. Because he needed that boot. <laughs>
0: <needed> <laughs> Did <laughs> you give away your wicket? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he needed that boot, or had it started on his way oh, off? Oh, lovely. It, it, might. Maybe <laughs> he ran a quick single. Yeah. Maybe it was. A, maybe <laughs> it was a run out. Touching something. cloth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. The, uh, touching cloth. Turtle Ready. heading. He went.
4: We went to play a swoop <laughs> shot and' Hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Did he smell
0: on his oh way off? God. That's a good question. To be
2: honest, I've had a lot of people tell me Calcorn is shit
0: before, but no, <laughs> 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 Literally. Full of shit. I've got to be honest, from the last we've had from that story, I do think that should be the winner. Yeah, I, I think I think, I, I think think we've got a winner. I mean, that's a belter. as well. There was, there. there was also some other good stories, wasn't there? But oh, obviously, we, we haven't got all night. Obviously, the podcast can't be two hours long. We get moaned at, so... Um, <laughs> I think I think you read two two belters out there. Well, I
4: think I think Jake deserves a special mention, like he just has. Yeah, but I think Brother B and Toe Pusher, toll Pushing shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think that
0: uh, one's going to be mentioned quite a few times.
2: And I, now. And I hope, I hope Jason, you are going to be taking the Pooh... Oh, you can't really call them the Pooh Brothers, can you? Because it was only one <laughs> it brother was who did one the Pooh, but the uh, the Pooh Pusher, the, the, the Pooh Pusher, and his brother too, the yeah. game and uh hopefully we'll get the uh poo pusher on the uh podcast maybe it'll be a thing, the phantom poo pusher and we'll uh get him on And uh is that a televised game
4: i wish we could just let somebody put the camera on this and
2: yeah the <laughs> on. <laughs> just get Brother be uh, on there are, are you the poo pusher <laughs> yeah. um he's not there in the toilet
0: <laughs> <laughs> lucky the hell, I, I honestly i've told you before the hospitality's been brilliant carlos here. will come there back is later is and be like lads He's yeah. <laughs> had a shit yeah. in that <laughs> shower. There is, there is definitely loo roll everywhere at Edgebaston. That's all I'll say. There's plenty of it. It is okay. <laughs> Just be like, right, mate, there are toilet rolls <laughs> <laughs> located
2: here, here, and here. But no, congratulations, Jason. You are the lucky winner of four well tickets to Edgebaston. Hello, Jason. Next Friday to see the Birmingham Bears take on the Yorkshire Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> whilst we still laugh about the poo, that brings that brings an end to another podcast and a short but sweet special and uh, once again thank you very much Andy
0: thanks very much been an absolutely Fantastic day!
2: Thank you very much, Rizzi.
0: Thank you, James. It's
4: been a brilliant day. Thank you, Andy.
0: Yeah, it's been totally super. Enjoyed it, Great to meet you as well. And you, fantastic. And you.
2: Thank you very much to Warwickshire Cricket Club and the Birmingham Bears who've made this day possible. Um, it yeah. has been fantastic, and we hopefully this won't be the last. And hopefully, we'll be able to bring you more content and more well stuff like this. Really, um, and remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcast soundcloud spotify if you subscribe as soon as we release a podcast you will be notified um follow us on instagram and facebook and twitter you can get us on instagram and facebook on the cow corner podcast and at cow corner pod for twitter but yeah what a day and uh we look forward to the next one uh the next birmingham league show and the shropshire league show and the england cricket show where we'll hopefully have An England player on, and that is all we'll say. So that's going to be an exciting one. Very Um, exciting. Anyway, until the next time, goodbye.
3: Remember the name: the Cold Corner Podcast.